Juggling Podcast number 42. This week's topic is last year's predictions, highlights of 2007, and predictions for 2008. to juggling podcast number 42 yeah that's right and uh, we're recording this it's new year's eve 2007 um obviously somewhere in the world it's already 2008 by the way i'm paula brentler oh i was just about to mention that and i'm luke burridge <laughs> uh, i was just getting to, i was just doing the introduction just to say that this is the end of 2007 predictions for 2008 kind of show uh, last year we did one of these it was sort of split up across a few different podcasts one we really talked about all the shows that we've really enjoyed in the past year we could do that but We've been talking about all the shows that we've been really enjoying this past year in the podcast, so we don't want to go too much into the shows that we've seen. So uh, we're going to go over the predictions that we made, personal predictions from last year, and also the generic sort of world of juggling predictions that we made. Uh, stop moving on this couch. yeah. Um, so, uh, so yeah, we'll be going over stuff and then making some more predictions for ourselves and the juggling world in general and the world in general for next year. Yeah, so uh, first of all, Paula, why don't you uh, start us off with your favourite show, or one of your favourite shows from this past year, 2007. Of course, we've probably already talked about it on a past podcast, but go for it. Um, one of my favourite shows was definitely Rizoma in the Wintergarten. Yeah, um, yeah that was yeah. cool. Yeah, you we go back to... It, yeah, so. of course, we actually recorded a live report from that. So I'll just open up the file, the, the podcast file. And so if, we, if I mention something here, I can actually... Uh, sh say which podcast that was done where is it juggling podcast archive okay so if you want to hear about this show go back and listen to it's it oh yeah podcast number 13 wow that must have been quite a long time ago so that's uh, the uh, Rizoma show and uh, Paula actually voted in the top 40 of the year poll for one of the jugglers in there and the co-director his name was um Taras Poznikov, anyway, so he got some votes. Uh, so that was one show. One of my favourite shows, or one of my favourite acts that I've seen this year, was actually William Wei Langlin at the BJC, because he was just fantastic in the WGF. He was fantastic, and in the um, in the public show, he was great. But most importantly, when he got up and he took part in the Britavision um, juggle contest. He's not a Brit British juggler, but he took part in that, and people had to raise, was it sort of like 10 people in the audience or 20 people in the audience had to raise a, raise a red card and then he'd, be not, he'd go off the stage. And the idea was who could stay on the stage the longest and it was sort of him versus Wes versus Aaron Gregg and maybe a few others. And but not actually versus Not them, really, because but, it was just too good. But the point is he got up there, started with one Diablo, kept on going and in the end he was never voted off the stage because he was just fantastic. So that was really yeah, cool. Yeah, he ran out of tricks, didn't yeah, he? Yeah, he, he actually ran out of Diablo stuff but people still wanted to see him do. And I sort of and rolled... We talked about that. Yeah, I know, but I sort of... Back uh, to the BJC one. Yeah, so wait a second. Um, click back to... Uh, through the archives to podcast number 17, the British Juggling Convention live report special. Uh, so that's cool. Uh, another show that we liked when we went to Israel, our favourite act there, or one of our favourite acts at the Israeli con uh, convention, was the two guys, was it Net... Oh. Ne yeah, a girl yeah, and a guy. A young girl and a guy. And they also performed at the EJC, at one of the open stages. And they performed with juggling balls and bouncing balls and beanbags and ladles, uh, these big spoons. And they were called, I can't remember the names, one of them is called Netta and 
some something. So I, I can't remember the names. But anyway, they were fantastic. I'd really love to see their act uh, go places in the future. If anyone's looking for a really, really cool, sweet, and creative and quite interesting act all together, all wrapped up into one for their convention, you could you could do worse than uh, worse than getting those guys. Uh, Polly, I know we you mentioned it. I think in in the last podcast or the podcast before when we talked about the Gandinis, and I did check back. Um, because we actually talked about this show in last year's EJC prediction show, which was... I don't know what you mean. The Gandinis. You remember? We talked about it and you said, oh, we saw them at the... Uh, we said we saw them last year at the uh, at the uh, Tempodrome, at the Roncalli Circus. Yeah. I said, no, it wasn't. It was early this year. And I checked and it was actually early oh, this okay. year. And because we I was talking about... Um, um, Carl Heinz Ethan that we met outside the front of the, yeah. the circus. Anyway, so if you want to hear about that, you just flick back to archives. No, I know, I know. I'm just saying. Um, so uh, no, you weren't. yeah, of course. Uh, <laughs> street show, street show festival wise, we really enjoyed seeing these guys called Extra Art, and they did like a 45 minute street show, which wasn't a street show; it was the theatre show, but they did it as a street show, and, and they it worked as a street and show, and it worked as a street show, but only at a festival, I guess. Um, but they were very, very successful. Extra Arts, they uh, from. I don't know. Fantastic characters. Yeah, uh, I don't say where they're from. I think just south of Germany or something. Yeah, and they they work with with Stefan. Stefan Zimmermann. Zimmermann. Yeah. So if you get a chance to see extra art at a juggling convention um, or anywhere, really, it's really worth seeing. They're probably going to be doing a lot of shows around I'd love the south to of see Germany. See another because th- that wasn't their main show. I know that was just them getting up and doing some routines oh, and messing so around. Good. Fantastic. Um, another show that I really liked from street show festivals was this Japanese guy at uh, Bamberg Festival that we saw. Uh, his name was called, I can't remember his name, but the name of his act. It's just a one-man show, and it was called I Love Tezuka, or I Love Zaduka. I can't exactly remember. It was just so fantastic. And he would be on stage, and he would mime and do really, really cool, funny stuff to um, pop songs. And so he would... He was eating a lemon to the tune of I Will Always Love You um, by Whitney Houston, the bodyguard soundtrack stuff. And when it goes, Doosh, and I, he bites into the lemon and he's sort of like, ooh, and screaming along to it. And it's amazing. All he's doing is eating lemon and limes and stuff like that. But his facial expressions just show like that the pop singer's sort of like ballad singing kind of face. And he does lots of other stuff or a few other things in his show, uh, a few other routines. He's one of the only people who I've ever seen sort of like a mime come up and go against a wall and get stuck in a box kind of stuff. But he doesn't get stuck in a box. He gets stuck in a really weird shaped box and he ends up all the way back where he started again sort of like around an alleyway somewhere so he was great um who else have we seen shake that at the ejc we did an interview with them so uh, check out the shake that interview show um because they were they were cool uh, but we did a whole show of them finally i think gary cooper you probably we probably didn't mention him uh, so much on a podcast. I know we did at one point, but he was a cruise director on a ship that we were on. But he also performed as a ventriloquist, and he had just the most delightful ventriloquist act. Yeah, and when we heard that our cruise director would do a ventriloquist act, we thought, oh yeah, great. Just because he can put himself into the into the schedule, it doesn't mean he should. <laughs> I know, but he did this I mean, show. that was what I thought. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I was thinking... It's, it's like you have a restaurant and, yeah, the pictures on the wall are painted aquarelle by your woman, by your yeah. wife or something. It, that it was like what, that, yeah. I, what I thought about. 
So, uh, but it wasn't. It was just fantastic because the great thing was he actually said, "Okay, uh, he did this really good routine, and at the end of it, you're almost in tears with this old man and woman singing to each other." No, um, mainly with a bird. Yeah, but then let me just say that. Then he said, "Okay, that's good. I'm going to tell you about ventriloquism, but it's not about the lip movements and stuff. It's about making an emotional connection, and I can actually make you feel real, true emotions with a fake puppet." And he told us he was going to do it, and then he gets out this puppet, and by the end of it, we're almost in tears again. It's just like you just told us we're going to feel for this stupid crow thing um, so anyway uh, that's what I really loved it about it so great because the, the animal actually found out that it isn't real and you felt so sorry for it yeah it's just, what what I'm not I'm, I'm not a real person and it's also what's where does your where's your hand <laughs> and all that kind of stuff yeah it was a bit it was a bit crude in some places but very very but funny he could get away with it because he was the cruise director and he was just really really funny I think that's a big thing if you're really funny you can get away with quite a lot so anyway those are some of our favourite shows I have seen other things for example I just just remembered at the 5 through 1 festival there's quite a few things that I saw there um, especially the um uh, Le Petit Travers show that was fantastic yeah but it's about us I know it's just some, but Polo didn't see that so these are mainly shows that we saw together um, so that's it like I say if you want to find out more of them go back to past uh, podcasts because we, we do like seeing lots of shows and we do get very enthusiastic about it so most of them yeah so this time last year Polo and I were making predictions about what we were going to do in the next year juggling wise personal predictions these were so if we just could quickly go through some of these and um and see if we've done them or not. Okay, here we go. It starts quite bad. Yeah, it does start not great. Okay, pass nine clubs for 18 passage, passes. Uh, we even said how many? Yeah, yeah, it was sort of like 18 passes caught each, or 18 passes, I can't remember exactly what it was. Uh, so, did we get that? No. Eight clubs is pretty solid, though. No, we but could... the thing is, we didn't even practice it. Yeah, it was I literally, a, we tried I, it once. I know if we would practice it, we would get it. Yeah, but we haven't. But we've got eight clubs solid. We can run eight clubs easily and, and to a clean finish every time. Although we never actually perform it, but we can do it. And we, we just did perform it. We performed it once. And we didn't drop, which is quite, quite cool. So we've got 100%. Really? No, we didn't drop. Yeah, so we've got 100% no drop rate on our eight clubs. Okay, Polar juggling four clubs. Um, I just practiced... I think twice or three times. Yeah, but you managed to get to eight catches yeah. with four clubs, which is pretty cool. Um, for me, seven clubs. And to be honest, I must have tried seven clubs. Uh, the only time I was really trying it a lot was at the EJC. Can you remember when there was lots of seven club jugglers all lined up trying it and to flash it in, in line one after the other and no. stuff like that? Anyway, so that's pretty much the only time I've ever tried to run seven clubs this year. Otherwise, I can, I can flash it. Okay. But the my home juggling studio it's just that tiny little bit to do it like low ceiling to do seven yeah, clubs in the summer you'll have a whole yard i know but uh i won't juggle in the yard that much i don't think i think i may juggle inside yeah but seven clubs you can't do inside yeah so i won't practice it there's no need for me to do that um so uh that was cool um, a big new show for israel the israeli convention and we did put together a big new show and we did perform at the israeli juggling convention the thing is we've been bi so busy with other shows that we uh we that's the only time we performed it. So uh, we would like love to do it again in the future. Um, it's all but ready it to needs, go. No, it's not. It needs a lot of practice again. Oh, yes, for the main finale routine, that big thing yeah. that we put together. Uh, the rest of it we could probably do quite easy because it's, uh, it's old routines that we sort of put into other shows now. Um, so that was a success. Yes, we got one success out of uh, four. Uh, a 45-minute show to work on theatres and cruise ships, and we did put that together, and it has been successful, so yes. Um, another show written, so like an extended show, I can't remember why I predicted this, of like 90 minutes in length or more, uh, 
not really been the focus yeah, this no year. Idea. I know, I, I can't, remember, I can't remember, but I listened to the podcast back again the other day and I wrote this down. Um, the street show better, win more competitions and more money. And yes, yes, and yes, we did get more money. We did win another street show competition and it did get Even better. First prize. Yeah, we got a first prize, not just a prize. We got first prize there at Bamberg. Um, online video workshop, uh, no, didn't do that. I did actually write some bits and pieces for this workshop series I wanted to do with ring juggling, um, but I never got never really got round to it and then in the autumn when I wanted to do more of it um, you know in the new apartment where I can sort of set up a bit of a sort of TV kind of studio there uh, I didn't really get that set up and the camera broke a video camera broke and yeah it's one month ago yeah but you know it was it was one of the big plans that I was going to do sort of in November um, but in the end we we worked on other stuff uh, workshop me doing a workshop somewhere didn't really do that uh, I did workshops at conventions but not like my own like two day workshop which was the kind of thing I was planning um, the British Young Juggle of the Year competition this is all the 2007 we're talking about um, to be a good success and it was a big success it's it's continuing to grow it's continuing to get better I think uh, um so that was good. Other th something else we were organising was at the Berlin Convention, the Open Stage and the Games. Yes and yes, we organised both of them and they both went pretty well. The Games, yeah, really good, weren't yeah, they? Yeah, we got so much good feedback about the Games. Yeah. People said they were the best games and the funniest games ever. And that's actually something that's come into a theme now. Uh, we didn't only organise the Games there, but also at the British Juggling Convention and then I did it at the Bristol convention as well and the Bristol convention was a last minute thing they just said Luke can you organise the games and I'm like uh, not really I did it at the British juggling convention um, but then I looked in my notes and I realised that I still had all of the Berlin juggling convention games notes that I had there and they were different from the BJC games so I just went yeah, yeah I can do it I've got I'm, yeah, I'll be able to work it out so then I pretty much did the Berlin games at Bristol hopefully nobody noticed the similarities between most of the BJC. games BJC what? BJC? Yeah. Why isn't it called Bristol Juggling Convention? It's called Bristol J Juggling and Circus oh. Festival? The, I don't the know. British Juggling Convention is also the BJC. BJC, like Berlin Convention. And Berlin Convention, yeah. So, uh, so that's good. Podcasts, keep doing podcasts. We predicted it, and yes, we have kept doing it on and off a bit, but we've only ever not done podcasts because we've been busy for juggling and other reasons. It's not like we just couldn't be bothered sometimes. It was because... Oh, couldn't think of a theme. Yeah, it was, it was always because we've been too busy. Um, go to conventions like Sydney and Scotland and Ypres and Bristol. Yep, done all that. New apartment. Yes, that was a big, big thing that we wanted to yeah. get. And we're in there. We've got our own juggling studio. Polo's got our art studio. And then finally, we wanted to get a long-term contract for our show, um, like in a variety theatre or something like that. And that really didn't come about the way we expected because I never really considered doing ships, like cruise ship shows as a sort of main kind of work. But Polar uh, wanted to give it a try and it's turned out pretty well for us. So although we haven't got like a, a two-month contract in a, in a variety theatre, we've got... Um, a six-week six contract, six week contract on, on a few cruise ships and doing some shows in that way. So it's all worked out pretty well. We had a very successful year. This sort of me, uh, I think that was actually the first podcast of the, the year this year. I was actually telling about how I um, lost my job being a, 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 oh, tour, yeah. a tour guide in Berlin and saying, well, now it's going to have to kick me in gear and I'm actually going to have to put more effort and more work into developing the shows and developing the acts and, and actually working more on on being a professional and now juggler. You're actually a professional yeah, juggler. and it's all worked a, out. And so main, are you, Polo. A main how do you say? It's, it's my profession. A main job. Yeah, it's my pro it's my only job. I don't have any other way of earning money except that. I do. Yes, I know. Five. 
but <laughs> yeah, as you keep telling us. So there we oh, go. That's why I said it. Okay, so let's go now straight down to personal predictions for 2008. So when we come back next year at the end of this, um, so uh, you can also maybe ask us and bug us. If you see us at a juggling convention, ask us this if we actually are working towards these things. Should we do it? Sure. Predictions of 2008? Okay, first of all, we'll actually practice because so is, many that is Luke's prediction because I'm not a big fan of practicing anyway yeah but I'm saying I look... enjoy doing shows but practicing <laughs> that is me spitting that's you spitting at the microphone okay so um, no, in general okay spitting, just spitting in... okay so uh that, so, yeah, to actually practice, because uh, as I said, once we turned up to do this gig in a like, midnight variety, and we hadn't practiced for like like three weeks beforehand or something, because we've been travelling, I can't even remember what we'd been doing there, um, and we turned... Oh, Arkham, yeah, because yeah, Arkan, so we, like we ran through the, the show once on stage... And it was terrible because it was a technical run through, and we're just messing around, and, and we're just thinking everyone looking now, all the other artists are going to think we're absolutely rubbish. And then we got up there and we did it like with one mistake or something. I didn't drop, or I'd made one drop and uh, had to stop once or twice because my costume worries and something. But yeah, we can get away with just getting up with no practice and doing a show. But we actually. Yeah, but the thing is, you get better when you practice. We and really maybe do. We should get better. Yeah, we really do. We should get better. Practicing. Huh. Maybe we should just do more shows. <laughs> yeah, actually work more and, and work work a bit more on that kind of stuff. So, yeah, that's good. Nine clubs, we'll give it more of a go. So, should we say this time we'll actually... No, we'll actually give it a go. We'll actually properly work on nine clubs. Eight clubs is yeah, solid enough. Put it together with practicing. Yeah, as I say, <laughs> actually practice. You, uh, is our apartment high enough for nine clubs? Yes, yeah, I think it's 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 high enough for nine clubs. I we've mean, got my nine clubs. Yeah, we've got eight clubs on doubles quite solid, and I reckon we could probably work now on nine clubs on doubles a bit more because uh, we've got doubles really Can't solid. Can't we do it on triples? We could do, but I'm saying that our our eight clubs on on doubles is a lot more solid than our eight clubs on triples. And if it's our eight because clubs because we practice it. More. Yes, I'm saying that. So why don't we put that practice into the nine clubs? You I see, this is the way it works. Put it into eight clubs on triples. Okay, so maybe either at the end of this year we'll have eight clubs on triples really solid, or we'll have nine clubs on doubles solid. We'll see how it goes. Anyway, um, uh, an aim for polo, polo. <laughs> Polo. Polo. We've been on the Marco Polo ship recently, so I'm uh, getting a bit mixed up. Go. Uh, Is that I want to have my own solo act. Yeah, so instead of when we're doing stuff on stage, it being me or me and Polo, it can sometimes just be Polo on stage without me, which will give me a bit of a break, because another one of our aims is to put together another 45-minute show. At the moment, we've got one 45-minute show, and then without repeating any material, we've got like another 25 minutes, so we want to have enough uh, material to sort of do another... 20 minutes on top of that so we can get onto a cruise ship and do two shows so we can be on longer um, or you know so we're not hanging around quite so much yeah but my main thing why I want to do that is because normally um, I'm always like when I do something I want to do it really good and I want to do it perfect and with the with the actor I think it works out quite fine and we are equal. I'm painting and you are juggling. And sometimes we are juggling together. And we are completely equal. Yep. Different levels. Not levels, but different things. Yep. But equal. And with a show, it is mainly Luke's acts and our act together. Which makes me, in the end, his assistant. No, not really. Because a yeah, lot of the time you're not on stage. So you're not no, like there assisting me. But still, I'm helping you out in the show more than that it's our show in a way. It's definitely our act. 
Yeah, definitely. But it's more your show and I'm helping out. That's why we want to get this and more material. And I can't live that with that. Okay. Seriously not. Yeah. It's a big, big problem okay. for me because normally that's not what I'm doing. Okay. When I do something, I do it and not, um, I'm also there. Okay, so I'll do the coat routine and you do the hat routine or something. Yeah, and when we when we plan on doing another 45-minute show, you know... It's your opportunity to shine. No, the thing is... I think we should do it like that, that we have one 45-minute show completely together, equal, yeah. Yeah. and you have one by yourself. Okay, maybe. Because then I don't have a problem. When you do it by yourself, okay. it's your show. Okay. I don't have a problem with okay. that. Just when I'm in it, I want to be equal Okay. Or better. <laughs> okay, you can be better. <laughs> no, no, no. I mean... You need to practice your painting then. Bitch. Okay, so that's cool. Uh, another aim with us performing, win another street show competition. Uh, another aim is to do a juggling show in Africa so I can tick off my last consonant to do a juggling show in. Um, yeah, but also that I, that I want to have my first video. Oh, yeah, we're getting to that as well. Juggling. Yeah, so Polar also wants to make her... She wants to make Polar Brendler juggling video you number see, one. You see, I want to get more um, my, own pers- my own personality in juggling. Yeah. And get more votes for next year's top 40. Um, I'm so glad that I, I think I'm not Luke's girlfriend. I'm Paula. I <laughs> yeah. think I never was your girlfriend, was I? I think it's been Luke and Paula. Yeah. Oh, I would kill myself. Okay, but yes, yeah, so yes. you can... Yeah, really. Okay, so um, that's cool. We're also organising and hosting the games at the EJC, so we're going to work hard towards that, making that interesting. Uh, the Internet Video Workshop Series, I'd love to do that as well, and do my own workshop. I've got most of my own workshop um, written. I'll talk about that maybe in a, lo- a later podcast, but it'll be based in Berlin, mainly for Berlin jugglers, so not the kind of thing I'd need to advertise on the podcast. Um, is there anything I'm missing off of that list there? No, I think we've gone through it all there. Oh, yeah, and Polar, to host another show or event or something at an EJC or a BJC or another co- convention, which I think it'll do yeah okay so that's good there's our predictions next year next same place next time um come back and we'll uh, and we'll see if we've got any of them and as i say come and bug us uh, at conventions yeah, and say oi you should be- into the top 40 sorry because i want to get into the top 40 okay so we'll uh, not actually. <laughs> no okay no of course i want but it's not a goal it's not a goal Okay, well, there's our goals and predictions for ourselves. (laughs) Anyway, so here we go. Generic predictions for the world of juggling last year of 2007. This is what, first of all, actually, someone predicted that I would do predictions in that podcast last year, and we did it. I don't know if anyone's predicted that we're going to do predictions in this podcast, so anyway, it doesn't matter. Predictions of predictions last year. Predictions of predictions, yeah. Predictions that we prediction. Okay, so here we go. (laughs) Tony Freiburg will try to do five Diablos on stage, and to be honest... I don't think he has. He might have done, but we don't have any idea. Tell us. Yeah, tell us if he has, because that would be really handy. Should have actually done more research on these uh, before we read them out. Somebody will perform a three Diablo routine, and I don't think that's happened either. Um, because, you know, not one Diablo in the routine, not two Diablo, just a whole act with three Diablos. Uh, I talked to Priam about it. I've talked to a few other um, jugglers and Diabolists about it, and I haven't actually heard of anyone who's done that yet. Um, here we go. The EJC in Greece, will be too hot, but it will be the best EJC ever. That was the prediction. It was too hot. No, it was hot. It, was it hot. wasn't too hot because no, it wasn't they too had hot. the air conditioning. Yeah, actually, the it air conditioning. Perfect. So that that didn't come, come true, uh, but it wasn't actually the best. It was good. It was a fantastic convention. It wasn't could the best EJC. What? Could have got it the could best. It could have been the best, yeah. The, yeah. They had the venue. It could have they been fantastic. They had the venue, and they had the... Yeah, yeah. Okay. Could have done, could so, have. so that's no. Don't think so. No, 
No. Okay, here we go. Thomas <laughs> Dietz of Vova Galchenko will break one of Anthony Gatto's Anthony Gatti's Anthony Gatto's world records, but Gatto will then break it right back again. Um and I don't think any of Anthony Gatto's records have been broken this year, or, and Thomas and Vova weren't doing the breaking, so uh, that didn't happen. So here's another prediction that I had last year. The WJF at the BJC, or the British Juggling Convention, will be the best attended WJF ever. Because I thought, how can you lose? You know, there's going to be 700 people at the convention. Put the WJF, the the bingy bongy bong, on at the same time. And of course everyone will go across there because everyone wants to see the competitions. And it turns out, no, it wasn't. I mean, a few people did go along, maybe a few hundred or maybe a hundred or so, but it wasn't actually as as packed in there as expecting. There wasn't as many people in there as expecting, which is a real pity. Another prediction... And it didn't mix. Yeah, the the BJC itself and the WJF didn't. Yeah. So... uh, One not an event. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) One event and one... None of it. No, no, it was okay. Uh, so another thing was that I'll lose at the WJF, the World Juggling Federation competitions at the British Juggling Convention. And here we go. Yes, we got finally got this prediction correct. Um, I did take place in the balls and the rings, and I was actually the only person to take part in the main event competitions, the main clubs, balls and rings competitions, who didn't win either first, second, or third in any events. Everybody else either got a first, a second, or a third in at least one event um, because mainly it was the, the normal sort of WJF guys uh, and then it was me and uh, Marco Paoletti. And Marco Paoletti got a, a sneak third place in the ball competition, so he sneaked in there and got it, and, and I didn't get anything. So uh, actually I was hoping that only like three people would enter the ring competition so I'd get one, but... Um, Vova turned up in the last minute. I don't know. Anyway, so that so actually see that in the in the generic world of juggling thing, the only thing that I've got right, the only prediction I've got right so far was the one I had any say over at all. <laughs> so next prediction that we made, um, where we were to, oh yeah, a juggler will make headline news, um, and I haven't actually heard of any juggler making sort of big world headline news. Uh, have you, Polly? No. In Germany. Okay, and we also said that we weren't endorsing anyone going out and killing anyone or being violent to get into the into the headline news, but uh, there you go. So, uh, what was that? Uh, oh yeah, I won't be the headline news juggler, and I wasn't. So, uh, I actually got that prediction right, but then there wasn't a headline news juggler, so I couldn't get that d- thing right, because that would presume that there was a headline news juggler, and it wasn't me. So, so far only one out of like 12 predictions here. And then, okay, here's one about juggling on the internet, or two about juggling on the internet. One was every day 10 new juggling videos will be put online. So that's 3,650 new videos for 2007. To be honest, I haven't counted, but it must be getting up to probably between two or 3,000 videos. So maybe my 10 new juggling videos. I actually wrote down five and then upped it for 10 on the day. So if it was five new juggling videos, my original prediction, I think I probably got that. There's probably been over, you know, like uh, coming up to 2,000 videos, but maybe not 10 per day on average. Um, So I'd say that's sort of like a half. And then finally, a new video blog. So I wouldn't have to look through videos. They would just come straight to me into my sort of Google Reader account, so I could just click on them. And uh, Ministry of Manipulation doing a really good job there. But uh, And Juggling TV also has some kind of featured videos, but that's mainly just the videos on their own website, on the Juggling TV website. So it's not like a true videos from everywhere kind of blog. So still, if anyone wants to set up a video blog and just... you 
don't have to make any videos. You just list the ones that you like, and I'll look at them and check them out, and I'd be happy with that. And we'll advertise it. Yeah, and, and we'll also tell people about it. We can, uh, we can work it out. So that was our predictions for last year, and as you see, I managed to get around about one and two-thirds right out of all of them, I guess. You. No, I'm saying out of the predictions that we made last year, these are the predictions that we came up for last year, and we only predicted one thing that actually happened. Yeah. And that was me losing at the WJF. (laughs) (laughs) It's a bit bit worse. Anyway, so here we go. Because I wanted to finish this up, this podcast up within about half an hour. Because you know, it's 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 just us talking. You know, we don't have a lot of other things to talk about here. So uh, I do have a lot of things to talk about. What? Like that we went horse riding the other day. Yeah, it's fantastic. No. Okay, but it's not really not really um, you know pertinent to this podcast. So here we go. We Predictions. Can maybe finish up with that. Okay, maybe we'll talk about that. Predictions for two thousand and eight. So same time, same place next year. See if we get any of these right. Here we go. The EJC this year will be the biggest EJC ever, and it will also be the best organized EJC ever. Yeah, so we are quite on the safe side here. Yeah, we're going for a safer uh, thing. So we're not going for it will be the best convention, we're just going for it will be the biggest and the best organized. Quantity, not quality. And also we we have a little inside track into the organization of this, because we're... Some in in some ways it's organising some different bits and pieces. Mainly the games. That's the main thing that we're organising at the moment. And um, and when Polar actually talked to the guys, was it the uh, the Bremen? No, the Hamburg Juggling Convention. They came over and they said, "Okay, we want to talk to you about something." And Polar goes, "Okay." And they and took. And then out- they said, "Don't be scared now." And I thought, "Why should I be scared?" And they sat down with me at the table, taking out a piece of paper where like there were these pre-printed things on it saying. Um, we are interviewing that person now. It is that and that place, this and this time. The topic is that. And they filled all of that out. Just my passport number was missing. And, uh, yeah, and then and also... A copy of it. And so they're doing all that. And they sent me an email about different things. And it's like, okay, this is what we send you. And they talked to me about it on the phone. And then they put it all into an email. And the, I'm not kidding. There was actually one section. There was one line um, in this in this email that started... 2.1.3.2 or something like that. So it was like paragraph whatever, point number thing, subsection number three, subs- and it's like that's how detailed... It was impossible. To I know, understand. I didn't understand it. I mean, very, very well organised. I couldn't actually quite get to the bottom of the email and still haven't replied to it yet because, first of all, it was in German and I was like, oh yeah, it's okay, well, I can translate this. Yeah, and, I then I was, thought, and then oh, I was like... I quickly translate for you. Yeah. But I didn't No, get no, before there. that, before that, I tried translating it myself and was just uh, like, I have no idea what's going on here. And Polish just like... I have no idea. So anyway, the organisation is a little bit beyond the uh, kind of bureaucracy that Paul and I are sort of quite used to. Normally, when we organise an event, we just say, uh, "Look, we'll turn it. We'll be ready. Just trust yeah, us." That's what yeah. I said to them. I said, uh, "We are really happy to do the games. We'll enjoy it, and you can trust us that we'll do it a hundred percent, and we'll be good." But don't ask us beforehand what we'll do and why we'll do and how and when and and what prizes like, yeah. and what games in what order. It's Everything never gonna... will be fine. Yeah. 
But leave us our space. <laughs> so anyway, but there's other I things. I hope they do. I hope they do. But there's other things that we're getting involved in, and uh, which, of course, we'll talk about more uh, towards the, the time of the event. So anyway, there's a good prediction. We already know that these organisers are on the ball down in Karlsruhe. It's going to be fantastic. And the biggest, well, I think they're pretty much budgeting that it's going to be the biggest anyway. Not budgeting, but planning for the biggest ever uh, juggling convention. So I'm well, really, really cool. looking... It's going to be fantastic. Um, so, also, here goes the British Young Juggler of the Year conversa- uh, com- competition. I'll say that again. The British Young Juggler of the Year competition will have a gold award winner. Hasn't happened yet in three years. I think year number four of the competition, this is where it's going to happen. I'm also going to hopefully put together some more higher prize money to sort of as some incentive for someone to re- work really hard, a really slick routine and a uh, like drop place and with all everything that they need in there to get sort of like a really, really high level kind of a skill and presentation to get a gold because nobody's done it yet. And then I'm going to drop the prize money for the other things because you can always win the others and, you know it's always somebody is going to get the judge's choice award and someone's always going to get the the um the the audience choice award so they don't actually have to put as much work into that because somebody's going to get but it they then have to be better than the others they have to be better than the others or, or cool but like you're saying you can you can be better than the others and more engaging than the others like john pete got up there and did his three ball routine nowhere near a, a gold medal routine nowhere near even like a silver award routine but he still won the audience vote and I want people to put more effort into sort of the excellence rather than just the uh, popular appeal. Because if it's good, I reckon if someone did do a gold level routine uh, like AD did last year, he was very good. He got the silver, he got the judge's choice and the audience award. Um, so if someone did that but just got the gold award, I can give them a chunk of money and the other prizes, the prizes, a bit less. Not so people don't bother, want to enter, because everyone still wants to enter, I reckon, and still take part and still get some cool prizes. But I want the emphasis more to be on the gold award rather than the audience choice and the judge's choice. Yeah, and I'm for the jackpot style. What so do you when you don't win, like when no one will win the the prize money, the gold yeah. this year, it'll go into oh, next a rollover, year. a rollover situation. Okay, we could do that. Okay, here's another prediction for the juggling poll of the of the most popular juggler of the year that we did uh, on the podcast a, a few weeks ago. Next year in 2008, my prediction is Wes who stormed into first place this year will not be at number one. He'll be at number two. Um, uh, Paula doesn't think so. She, he's like, oh, I'll definitely be at number one. Is, is that what you're saying before, about Wes? Yeah. You think he's going to be at one, number one? Yeah. Okay, so we'll see what's going to happen. So Wes, Wes, Wes. I reckon someone's going to sneak in and sneak ahead of Wes, and people will be, there'll be like a Wes, like, but, burnout. But Wes will work hard. On yeah, I'm sure he will do, but, you know, he's at circus school now. and creative. He can't Please. only do that. Uh, so that's cool. Uh, what else? Um, there's going to be a juggling TV show on TV, on popular TV. On TV. Yeah, it's going to be a TV show on TV. And I don't know how this is going to work, but there was one in J- Japan a few years ago. Ryo Yabe won the Japanese juggling master TV show. So that could be quite interesting. Um, here we go. The WJF competition or convention actually lives up to the hype. So Jason Garfield's going to pimp this thing. He's going to go all over, you know, it's going to be the best thing ever. It's going to be the best, biggest convention ever. We're going to get all these guests. And actually, everyone who says going to turn up, turns up. And it's going to be as fantastic as he says it's going to be. And I'd really love to see this actually happen for the WJF this year because they've got quite a long time before the next convention. I think it's, it's all the way in December again. So they're going to go for quite a long time without a main convention in the US. And by that time, they're going to uh, maybe you know, hype it up and lots more young people are going to go along and, and sort of maybe they'll have enough 
money to to spend and get some real talent there into the competition. So I'm not saying that Thomas and Vova aren't real talent. I'm saying some real, fresh, new talent and maybe some of the old masters who haven't uh, competed before, they can be lured in. So I'd love to see that happen. Go West. What? Go West. Okay, West is going to dominate the WJF again. Um, So uh, here we go. Someone else will flash 13 balls. That's the next prediction. Peter Bone's done it once, um, and some guy in Ireland claimed he'd done it, but it was all a joke. But I reckon this year people are going to get more into this ball juggling and numbers juggling, and someone's going to break uh, like the top-level world record of, of and 13 balls. And he will be balls. under 10. Yeah, and he's going to be like... <laughs> no, I don't know. Um, juggling videos on the net, uh, it's not going to be quantity this year, it's going to be uh, quality. Because I've just seen this other video today um, of new shoes... Uh, and uh, it was really good. I can't remember the name it's of the juggler. Shoe. Yeah, it's a guy called Isaac, and he, he just randomly is a really good seven-club juggler. It's just five clubs and kicks up into six, and it's like a music video. So, I mean, the juggling, I'm saying, is really good, but it's like playing along to the music, and it's, yeah, it's just great. And I'm I'm really excited about sort of like a new style of juggling video, which, again, is not just, hey, mum, look at me. It's like, hey, this is a cool video. This is a cool story. I've got character. And we're seeing that more and more in videos now. So I'm really looking forward to that this year. Maybe it won't. Maybe it's just a freak blip in the um, statistics at the moment that some good quality videos have come along. Or maybe it's because I've not been... uh, I've not been online so much, so I've only got, looked at the videos yeah. that people have recommended. So in the past month, I've seen, I've seen two videos, and they've both been really good. Maybe it's just that. Final prediction is that there's going to be a new podcast, um, not Jugglers on Juggling podcast, not Jason Garfield, sometimes about juggling podcast, and not us, but another one that we can listen to. Uh, please, somebody, because I really love listening to podcasts, and I really enjoy talking about and hearing about and reading about juggling, and to put them both together... And it not being me doing the putting together would be really, really great. Um, any last prediction that's come to your mind in the last few minutes? Because we want to get no. ten predictions and we've only got eight. So let's do this one. Uh, a juggler is going to win a uh, medal in the military. Okay. I think what would be cool if people could send in predictions. Oh, yeah, okay. And for the final prediction, we'll pick the best prediction that we get sent in by emails in next week's show. Is that good? Yeah, I think that would be nice. Okay, and keep sending in your fish. We've got another fish entry. Haven't listened to it yet, but uh, if you can make a sound... You don't have to listen to it yet. You just have to look at it. Yes, but I haven't actually downloaded it yet. Oh, okay. So uh, make a sound. So when we open the, the file in Audacity, the, sh- the blue shape that it makes in Audacity looks like a fish, and it'll look a bit like this. Fish. No, that doesn't look anything like it. So anyway, if you don't know what you mean... Fish Sorry? Ever. That was the crabbiest fish ever. Okay, but I'm, I'm going to edit something in there to make it look really good. Oh, okay. No, I'm not. Um, so keep sending in those competitions because we've got some great prizes that I'll one day send out. And um, and I think that's about it, isn't no, it? No, it's Happy New Year. Oh, yeah, Happy New Year to everyone. Did Greetings. Did we say Merry Christmas last week? Uh, no, because it wasn't Christmas. It was after Christmas. Merry when we Christmas. And back. How do you say it? Back to you. No, back. Many happy returns is actually the phrase that we say in English when it's when it's too late oh no I don't uh, don't we know say nachträglich well it's still one of the 12 days of Christmas so we're fine okay so Merry Christmas and, and that is that's about it really oh sorry about the bad sound quality last week uh, we messed up and hopefully the sound quality is better this week but like I say we, we're recording this live on the fly while travelling on the laptop so it's never going to be as good as, as what we can get at home otherwise see you later Happy New Year
And if someone does have an old uh, mini disc player at home that he doesn't need anymore, Merry Christmas! <laughs>